The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Top of the hour, 1 o'clock news, 12 Central. Thanks for watching. This is Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. I'm Craig Mish, along with George Kurtz. we got you covered for the next hour. Talking, of course, fantasy football with you. A little NBA DFS as well, fantasy or reality. And the latest around the league, including the health of Joe Burrow, quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, George, we had a Monday night football game last night that was one to remember and one to forget. Remember? Because it was so bizarre to see the weather basically costing a lot of people fantasy points in a game like that so it'd be one to remember and and you know sort of one to forget because i don't think that anybody wants to see games where you basically can't throw the ball although josh allen was okay in the game yesterday yeah it's funny i, I mean i made a very good decision pre-game i decided to take a nap you know record the game because i thought it might be a pretty dull boring game and i had to be on uh, late night with gabe and i was i was tired and i'm like oh i don't want i don't know if i want to th- forced myself to stay up after this. So I took a little nap here and what a decision to be able to fast forward through that game and all the runs. You can watch that game literally 20 minutes the way all the runs were. So good decision on my part. And uh, I thought Josh Allen would be okay. He's got the arm arrogance, right? We know he's, he can fire the ball through the wind. And I, I knew they wouldn't really throw that much at Mac Jones. I did not see three pass attempts coming. Nobody did, but I thought everything would be short, close to a line of scrimmage there. The game played out pretty much like we thought we would. And I'll say it again. I don't think the Patriots won it. I think the Bills lost it. I think well, and, and Bill sort of, uh, Bill Belichick wants that. He sort of plays though, isn't it? We're not going to make any mistakes. You make them. And if you make them, we're going to win this game. I think you put that team on a, those, those two teams on a neutral field. Yeah. Bill's probably win that game, but with the win, the factor, and I think uh, Belichick did a great job of coaching. Uh, I mentioned uh, to you off air. I was surprised that the Bills, Josh Allen throwing the ball fine. Why weren't there more designed runs for him? That was an important game last night. You know, from a division uh, for the, the probably, possibly the number one seed in the AFC. That's a game where you take a little some chance with your quarterback, a running quarterback. You know, let him take a few hits. I'm okay with that. Maybe in a regular game you don't, but in that game you do. Big game, and there were very few. He got his over on the rushing prop. Great, thank you. But I, I thought there would be more. I think we, I thought he might get 100 yards rushing last night. I truly did. So it was going to be a big game with Josh Allen and we on the ground, and we just didn't see it. That was a surprise to me. Yeah, surprise to me too. Let's get to our headlines here on this Tuesday, December 7, 2021. Celtics-Lakers tonight, always good, but uh, only three games tonight on the NBA slate. We'll bring in Brett to do a little DFS preview coming up in a few minutes. Full college basketball schedule tonight, Tennessee. Ranked 13 will take on Texas Tech. Number six, Villanova takes on Syracuse tonight in Madison Square Garden. The Ravens lose Marlon Humphrey for the season. The Ravens have had a ton of injuries. Hard to get over those. And potential number one pick overall, Kavion Thibodeau, the players for the NFL draft. He is going to skip 
Oregon's bowl game and uh, probably a good idea considering their head coach Mario Cristobal was just named the head coach at the University of Miami today as well. You know, George, bowl season is coming. I mean, this is finally your chance now that fantasy football season has come to an end. I believe there are 42 bowl games. I was looking at the schedule. I'm not sure if this is accurate or not. So, Brett, uh, you'll have to tell me if I'm inaccurate here. But I think I saw a game called the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl game, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, this season. I, I think I saw that on the schedule, George. I think that's right, by the way. I think uh, certain people could actually name a bowl to themselves for whatever reason. So I think you're actually right. I'm going to look it up now to see if there was a Jimmy Kimmel Bowl game. But that doesn't surprise me. And you know what? I probably won't watch a damn one of them. Uh, unlikely anyone. So it's in L.A. Uh, so, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel Bowl game. Uh, actually, I might I might have to check that out just just for giggles here uh, to see what's going on there. Uh, Forty two. That's ridiculous. All right, that's just nuts. Forty two uh, games, George. It's awesome. That's that's nuts. Come on, I, mean, I you know listen, I liked it when it was with the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Orange Bowl. I know I'm forgetting one. And uh, that to me back in the day that was those were big. Now you have a bowl for everything. Come on, the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. You know, my dog's outside bowl and all this other stuff. Can't, I like that uh, bowl. Right the squirrel catcher bowl. The squirrel catcher bowl. My name is going to catch squirrels bowl. It just, uh, I think it's gotten a little ridiculous. Bowl game just means something. It was a bowl game. Oh, it's a bowl game. Okay, yay. Yeah, the, the strangest thing to me about the bowl season is several years ago, I'm going to say probably five or six years ago, they scheduled the semifinal games for the national championship on New Year's Eve. And the bowl games got the lowest rated that they've ever gotten. And four years later or five years later, they're doing it again this year. So I, I thought that would be an opportunity for me to get out of doing anything on New Year's Eve. I was unsuccessful. And it looks like I'm going to have to be watching those games on my phone this year. But we are going out and doing something for New Year's Eve. But my gosh, like George ratings, New Year's Eve, like, you know, people watching the ball drop. They're not watching Georgia and Michigan. <laughs> Just not. Yeah. It's the biggest party day of the year. So uh, I guess I get the theory was big party day, a lot of eyeballs on the game, but people are actually partying and not watching football as much. Uh, so it's tough. The NFL has a game on New Year's uh, Eve, what, every five, six years. I, think, I don't think the ratings are great for that either. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, you mentioned working. I'll be working New Year's Eve. as uh, I'm not, My wife's working, so I'll be home just hanging, watching the ball drop, hanging out with the kids and the dog and the squirrel catcher. Should be a fun night for you, George, in Long Island on New Year's Eve. All right, coming up next, we will bring in our producer, Brett Levy. We've got three games tonight in the NBA and some big names tonight playing on that slate. So we'll dive into that next coming up here on Sports Grid. Also, a little bit later in the show, we'll hear from Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. Latest update on Joe Burrow. Stay on the grid. We'll be right back. Great, great. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now, there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet, with faster speeds rolling out every day, and internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. So, while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement, while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next-generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. I'm Craig Mish, and George will be back with us in just a few minutes. By the way, George and Davis hosting this show tomorrow, so make sure you stay tuned to that. All right, Brett Levy, our producer, of course, many years working in the NBA our uh, NBA DFS analyst. He's going to be playing tonight's three-game slate. We're going to bring Brett in to discuss that. And, uh, you know, certainly, Brett, before we get to the uh, the slate, we were wondering last time we talked if Phoenix was ever going to lose. They finally did. Now Golden State refuses to lose. They have caught Phoenix in the standings. And then the other thing that I think is the most interesting of all that nobody could have predicted, the Houston Rockets have won six games in a row. What in the world's going on? Yeah, Houston's playing really well, Craig. Your guy Christian Wood uh, playing big time for the Rockets uh, over these last six games and making a huge difference. So uh, I don't think the Rockets will be stealing a playoff spot anytime soon, but it's nice to see their young pieces putting together some wins and some good minutes, Craig. It's, It's good signs for the future for Houston. All right. Well, I'm happy to see Christian Wood. I no longer have that card that I uh, got. You know, it, I, I sold that a long time ago, but good to see Christian Wood doing well. I think I have another box somewhere. Maybe I'll have to open that up. All right, uh, Brett, before we get to the pricing tonight on the slate, uh, three-game slate uh, in general, Brett, maybe a little bit different tonight in terms of strategy because you have some of the big guys playing tonight. So that's a little bit different. Yeah, well, I mean, Boston-LA is always a good game, Craig. Uh you know, one of the best rivalries in the NBA. So LeBron game time decision, Anthony Davis game time decision. I expect him to be in for that battle. And then Luka Doncic and the Mavericks going up against the Brooklyn uh, Nets. So that one should be fun too, Craig. And uh, the Knicks and the Spurs, not too bad. The the Spurs, a little disappointing. Knicks on a three-game losing streak right now. So hopefully the Knicks can, can get right tonight in San Antonio. All right, so let's take a look at tonight's NBA DFS lineup. Get out your FanDuel app and set this lineup right now. Uh, here are the the guards for Brett tonight. He's got Jalen Brunson at 5,300, the Knicks Emmanuel quickly at 5,400, Malik Monk at 5,500, and R.J. Barrett at 5,300. All right, so go ahead, Brett. Here, uh, Give us the reasoning behind some of these selections tonight. Uh, Brunson's going to play big minutes for the Mavericks. Uh, Knicks, 
defense has not been what it was over the past season, Craig. So, uh, look, I think Brunson, he's been playing pretty well. I don't think that's going to stop tonight. I don't think tonight is the night the Knicks defense finally figures it out. Quickly, since Kemba Walker has gone to the bench, has been a really good player for the Knicks. Um, Look, he's about a a 20-point-a-night guy in fantasy, so... You're not getting a huge, huge ceiling, but uh, every night he's going to deliver about 20 points. Malik Monk uh, has outperformed my expectations for him this year. Um, I worked with him in Charlotte. I guess he left unceremoniously, right? Kind of a disappointing pick, but he seemed to figure it out with the Lakers shooting the ball much better this year as well. And R.J. Barrett, uh, if I think the Knicks are going to use the San Antonio game to get right, I think they're going to need a big game from Barrett, from Julius Randle, Alec Burke. So uh, I I think Barrett can uh, play well tonight, Craig. All right. Well, listen, if you're going to ride the Knicks, you may as well. As Brett mentioned, Julius Randle will be part of his lineup tonight. But look at how Brett is spending up tonight on his forwards uh, specifically. As we take a look here and the pricing on FanDuel, he's got over 10500 on two players. LeBron James for the Lakers, who is expected to play. Kevin Durant, 10800 tonight for Brooklyn. And then, of course, we have Obi Toppin at 4200 James Johnson at 4300 And, Brett, you mentioned before Julius Randle. So that is your extra Knicks player that you're playing tonight and the most expensive one at center. Yeah, uh, well, he's always going to be the most expensive Nick, Craig. He's the best Nick. Uh, But James Johnson coming back from injury, I don't really know what I'm going to get there. I kind of like him more than some of the other people at that price. While uh, there's a lot up in the air, at least I know James Johnson will be available tonight at this time. Obi Toppin playing pretty well right now. Going to try and ride that hot hand at a low number. And that allows me to get KD and LeBron James in the lineup who are obviously, Craig, guys, you would love to play every night no matter what. So uh, in big games, I think they'll both show up tonight, Craig. And uh, look, I, I think there is a little something extra when the Celtics and the Lakers get together. And I also think there's a little something extra when LeBron plays a team from Boston because uh, that kind of sparked his whole journey there, not being able to get Mm -hmm. through the Celtics and Cleveland. So I just think, you know, I I don't really believe he likes the, the Boston green guys too much. I mean, I remember here with the Heat, Brett, that was really uh, well, who most people feel the best game of LeBron's career was against Boston in that playoff game. I think it was game six or five, if I'm not mistaken, uh, where LeBron single-handedly led, led the Heat to a victory for sure. Uh, okay, so Brett, before we, we wrap this up, Steph, Steph Curry, everyone showing the highlight last night of him hitting that shot from like virtually half court. Golden State has the best record in the NBA. A few weeks ago, Steve Kerr, tried to throw a bucket of water on it saying, Hey, look, we just haven't, we played a pretty easy schedule. It's going to get a lot tougher. I mean, Brett, 24 games in, that has not been the case. Golden state still continues to play well. They beat Orlando by like 30 last night, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I mean, right now Curry is the favorite to win the NBA MVP. Is, is that a good selection right now? Do you keep just riding golden state and you keep riding the way that Curry's playing? Well, I mean, he's he's unbelievable, Craig. So I definitely think, you know, if you believe he's going to be healthy and make it through the season, he's he's a good selection. They get Clay Thompson back, so I do think they'll be able to 
continue to win games as the schedule gets a little tougher. Um, I, I don't know, you know, where the number is exactly, but I don't think I'd ever really back the favorite this early just because so many things can happen in an NBA season. Uh, you know, we're hearing today that Portland wants Ben Simmons. So, uh, what's going to happen there? And we're also seeing that players won't be able to go into Canada if they're on, you know, not fully vaccinated by, uh, January 15th. So, a lot can happen in an NBA season, Craig. Uh, so I don't know if I'd back the favor right now. I'd say Steph, uh, Paul George for sure, and uh, probably Jokic are probably my three MVPs. Embiid was fantastic again last night. He was a guy I was very high on last year. Uh, carried the Sixers to a win over the Charlotte Hornets. So he's another guy that will probably find his way into this conversation as well. Uh, last thing, uh, Dave Lillard, do you think he finishes the season with Portland? I really hope so. I like when these guys stick with the teams that drafted them. Uh, a lot has changed in Portland. They fired their GM president, Neil O'Shea. So, uh, you know, maybe he doesn't feel the same loyalty. New head coach, new GM, not the same guys that he's been working with. But uh, he's making requests to improve the Trailblazers, not to get out. So I think that's a good sign for Portland. All right, Brett, thanks for checking in. We'll play your lineup tonight. Hopefully we'll make some money. Thanks again. Yep, have a good one, Craig. All right, Brett, we'll be back for a little Fantasy of Reality. That's coming up in about 15 minutes from now. Hey, folks, as a reminder, Fantasy Sports Today is on the air each and every Sunday morning, helping you win in DFS and helping you win your Fantasy Football League for those of you still playing and those of you still uh, you know, heading toward the playoffs in your Fantasy Football Playoffs. It is myself, it is Joe Pizapia and Matt Stryker. You can catch our show each and every Sunday from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here on SportsGrid, and that is just before Pro Football Today. So make sure you catch us this week. Last week I was hosting on Pro Football Today. I'll be back this week with Joe and Matt, so make sure you catch our show on Sunday. And also as a reminder on tomorrow's show, Davis Maddock will be right back since I host the Sunday show. Uh, Davis hosts tomorrow along with George Kurtz, and then I will see you again on Thursday and Friday this week. We'll be right back with more fantasy sports today. Stay on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid. For those of you who are on Twitter, make sure you are following us at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV for the latest news, notes, and information, picks against the spread, fantasy content from all of your favorite shows, including the early line, the morning after, Fantasy Sports Today, Scott Farrell, Coast to Coast, Gabe Morency, George Kurtz on the many shows he appears on, and a whole lot more. That's at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV. All right, George, back we go into the fantasy football dynamic, closing out the regular season this week. Will fantasy owners have Joe Burrow as their starting quarterback? He's been starting for a lot of fantasy teams for the majority of the season. Unfortunately, he had an injured pinky in the last game against the Los Angeles Chargers, and the head coach, Zach Taylor, updated Burrow's status and the pain that he was in in his last game. I'm I'm sure uh, it wasn't fun. I, I can't imagine throwing throwing with an injured pinky on your throwing hand, and having to manage the game. But that just kind of speaks to who Joe Joe doesn't want to talk about it during the game. He just wants to um, keep calling the plays. I was going to call, and he's going to make it work. And he did. You know, he he really did. And and um, you know, it was I'm sure it was painful. He had to tough through it. Um, but but he didn't detract from from our performance in any way because of because of the pinky injury. Well, it's interesting, George, because we didn't see Burrow play in the second half of last year. If you remember, he had a knee injury, and so the data necessarily wasn't there uh, for him. But I do find it very curious, George, as we take a look at his stats for the season, that he's got over 3,100 passing yards, and the touchdown-to-interception ratio is fine. But then all of a sudden, look at this, George, five interceptions – in his last three games, all of a sudden, Joe Burrow not looking as good as he did in you know September and October as he did in November and December. And this week, he gets a shot at the San Francisco 49ers. Now, he's probably right on the cusp of a QB1, George. Like, he's not in the top five, but he's not in the bottom five either. So it's like a debatable start as to whether or not you would play him or not. But Seattle kind of carved up San Francisco this past week and, and probably had not the Chargers gone up so quickly, 24 nothing perhaps Burrow would have had a better game, but we're starting to see some mistakes from him. And I just wonder if this is just a matter of not having a full year of starts last year, because remember he didn't play the whole year. Yeah. I mean, it could just be a, uh, a slump of somewhat here. I'm not overly worried about Burrow. I think he'll be fine. Uh, the, the interceptions are a concern. Now I don't, I haven't looked at AC at deception. I don't know if they're all his fault. Probably not. You know, they, sometimes receivers run wrong routes. They drop passes, passes deflect, whatever it might be. So, uh, like I said, I'm not going to overly panic about this. Even the finger, which, by the way, if you did see the pinky last week, that was brutal. And they showed a video. I mean, it was all puffy, all puffed up. I mean, it did not look fun at all. And I know we had some uh, ex-NFL quarterbacks tweeting uh, during the game that uh, you, can, you can throw a football without a pinky. You know, you don't need, it's the least important finger as far as throwing a football is concerned. Okay. That makes me feel better. You know, growing up, I'm a Cowboy fan. I remember Roger Starback had, his pinky was deformed. For all the time he dislocated it during a game. It was, it was pointing the wrong way. And it was not fun to look at here. And he always played, he said he was able to play with that through his whole career. It wasn't an issue here. So I guess that's good news here. The way to beat San Fran is through the air. 
right? It's hard to run on them, but you can pass on that secondary. So if Joe Burrow is healthy. I expect a big game this week. Might he throw a pick again? Sure. It can happen here. But I expect three bills coming this week. 300 yards, couple of touchdowns here. And let's get Jamar Chase back involved. Yeah, uh, T. Higgins has been the primary target for Burrow for sure. But you're right. A game against San Francisco, their defense has not played well. And Seattle definitely exposed some of that. Could have been a lot more points, by the way, for Seattle if Gerald Everett hadn't single-handedly almost given that game away last week. All right, well, we don't talk a lot of Houston Texans here on the show. In fact, through 14 weeks, I don't think that we've done more than five minutes on them. Well, guess what? Today is your lucky day. Head coach of the Texans, David Culley who uh, is going to ride this thing out until the end of the season. It looks like a potential quarterback change is on deck. He wouldn't fully commit to Davis Mills taking over for Tyrod Taylor, but simply put, Taylor, uh, colleague says, uh, essentially has not been getting it done. It's not when you're looking at the way we've been playing, uh, the way our offense has been playing. Obviously, the job of our quarterback is to score points and get us in the end zone, and we haven't done that very well, and we're going to see what we need to do to get that corrected, and um, that's why we're doing the evaluation right now. I thought he did a good job. I thought he made one bad throw yesterday. The one throw that could have been intercepted uh, that uh, Chris Conley did a nice job of breaking up. But other than that, I thought he did a good job. I mean, you know, he handled things well. Had a couple of uh, alerts that he didn't hit on the run game that we needed to go the other way. He went the other way with it. But that, that's common when he hasn't been practicing and taking those reps. But I thought he did a good job. And I thought he threw the ball well. All right. Well, Cully obviously is going to defend his guys, George. So that's the way that that works. But it looks like Davis Mills, I would guess, is the Texan starter for the remainder of the season unless he gets hurt. Uh, I, I thought Houston, September, October, uh, George played very competitive. They, you know, they won two games. They were in some other games, too. Remember the last time New England almost lost a game, it was to Houston. But that feels like years ago. And I wonder now with this anonymous team and this anonymous offense that they have, if it is time, it's probably too late for some people, but is it time to fantasy fade the Houston Texans, George? Because uh, unlike years past where you could find defenses to pick up as you look at this list, I mean, this is not great. Like, like you really don't really have, I mean, would you, I mean, I, I guess take me through it, George, would you pick up Seattle right now? Would you pick up the Jaguars? Would you pick up the chargers? I love that matchup against the 49. And look, if you're playing for the championship and you got the 49ers at home against Houston, you're probably going to get 15 fantasy points there, but you got to get to that point. You can't assume that you're going to get to the championship, but a smart fantasy owner picks the worst offense in the NFL, which is Houston and instantly thinks if I get to the playoffs, I want to have a matchup against them. Would you do that with any of these teams or any of these matchups? Well, certainly not by Jacksonville. Uh, I, I could see the Seahawks. You can make an argument for them. Although the way that, once again, the Seahawks, like several teams, including the 49ers, the way to beat them, secondary. I throw the football here. Can Davis Mills take advantage of that? Probably not. No, not with his skill set, not with the skills of the wide receivers around him. I just don't see that. I do expect it to be Mills, by the way, uh, because Taylor, they think, has torn ligaments in his non-throwing uh, wrist. All right, so still, that seems to be an easy decision. You want to make the change anyway? The guy's hurt? Go. Go at Mill. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter here as far as Houston's concerned. So I could see Seattle. It depends on who else is available there. But like I said, if you're, you know, New England, you have New England this week, and hey, they're not playing anyway. Yeah, I can see you going with Seattle this week. You know, I wouldn't even call it a rolling the dice. I think it's a stronger move than rolling the dice. I expect good fantasy points here. 
uh, from the Seattle defense. Things that I wouldn't do with Jacksonville. I'm okay with the Chargers as well on Christmas. You know, Merry Christmas to everybody. Here's the Chargers defense going to kill uh, whoever's uh, quarterbacks there. All right, after that, the 49ers, I'm okay with them. And then if you're playing the last week, which I really hope you're not, unless you're in a points league, fine. Uh, Indianapolis, we already said we like their defense and how they played. So the only defense I definitely wouldn't do is Jacksonville. I just don't know what you're hoping for there. I, I got to assume you'll, you'll be able to do better on your waiver wire than uh, Jacksonville that week. But other than that, you know, I'm okay with it. There are, I wouldn't bench New England. They, you mentioned it earlier. They played so well. Probably not benching Buffalo. They played right. well, except maybe this week against Tampa Bay. I would have no problem benching Buffalo there. You know, it's, it, depends, it comes out to matchups here, but, but uh, for the most part, I'm good. Most defenses have not performed great. It's a crapshoot on defense anyway. You hope for the return for a touchdown, and those are hard to get. Yeah, I mean, look, Indianapolis's defense all season long has been pretty good. They shut out Houston last week. As long as Darius Leonard is playing, they stand to play pretty well. Is, is there another team in the NFL where you can sort of pick and choose your playoff matchups? I, I was sort of looking through it, and Houston was the only team to me, George, that was a bona fide a blind fade, as we would call it, where it just didn't matter to me who they were playing. Uh, you know, the Giants came to mind a little bit. The Bears came to mind as well. Jake Fromm? Yeah, but, but that could be only a one-week thing, you know? So I'm not – I mean, for this week, yes, absolutely. I just I, – I wonder if, if there – you know, I was looking at fantasy playoff matchups. Normally what I do in, in some of my leagues is I'll, you know, get to the halfway point in the season, and then I will, um, you know, try and pick up somebody for six weeks later. But I just didn't do that this year. I didn't feel great about any of them. I guess that speaks more to the parity of the NFL. And there's plenty of that this year, all right? We got parity up the wazoo this year with all these teams. I mean, the teams you're going to look at, the Jets, although they're playing a little bit better lately, uh, the Jaguars themselves, they, they don't have the greatest offense either, but they do have some players there that can score. We know we're fading Houston. <laughs> the Giants, I mean, there's there's a lot of weird talk here, Craig. I mean, first it was Daniel Jones out a week. Then he might be out for the season. He's seeing specialists we don't know. Glennon's got the concussion. I assume he may be back this week, next week at the latest. Uh, anything with Jake Fromm, obviously you're going to go against him because he hasn't been there very long. He's not very good anyway. Detroit's a team. Chicago's I don't care how many games they win. Chicago's a team I can think about fading, but not each and every week. Saints have all sorts of issues. Listen, Taysom Hill, that game against the Cowboys, he's a monster running the ball. No fun to tackle whatsoever. But him throwing passes, he some pass he puts touch on it where he shouldn't be putting touch on it. No, he's, he's inaccurate. The Cowboys had four interceptions. They probably should have had two or three others. All right, those are picks. Sooner or later, the Cowboys got one for, for a pick six. That could keep on happening, once again, assuming he plays. He's also got that finger injury. I think the, the same mallet finger as Russell Wilson, just not as bad. So uh, he's somebody I could think about going up against each and every week as well. Yeah, some good matchups coming up. And those of you who are playing in season-long leagues, you may want to take a look and see if, as, as George mentioned, maybe the char- maybe you're headed to the playoffs, the Chargers' defense is available. Maybe Seattle's defense is available. You could be playing maybe those defenses for just one week in season long. And obviously for uh, DFS, we'll price that out uh, on Friday's show along with Davis and Jim Sanis right here on Fantasy Sports Today. Okay, coming up next, it's time for a little fantasy or reality here on the show. We'll dive into some yes or no topics. We call it fantasy or reality. And then we've got the Sports Grid 60. So, Stay with us on the grid. Plenty more to come here. We got you till 2 o'clock Eastern every day, noon to 2. We are right here for you, helping you till the end of the fantasy football season. We'll be right back with more FST in just two minutes. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back, Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. By the way, George, just to confirm, the uh, Jimmy Kimmel Los Angeles Bowl does exist. There are 42 games uh, in total in the, in the bowl season, George. So I look forward each and every Tuesday to previewing and recapping uh, games you know, with you, such as the uh, Frisco Classic Bowl on December 23rd between Miami, Ohio, and North Texas. I know that's a big one for you. Oh, it's, you know, I got it. It's on my calendar. You know, where to watch it? I do a Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. By the way, it's December eighteenth. So I actually did uh, did my research on this next week uh, about uh, next week, uh, not this Saturday, next Saturday. So I'm on it. I'm on it there, Craig. I'll be right there watching the Jimmy Kimmel. Bowl. I wonder how much he had to pay for this. I don't know. Maybe we could have the Sports Grid Bowl. Why don't we have the Sports Grid Bowl? Yes, Cardano. Let's get on this, man. We want the Sports Grid Bowl. That would be cool, right? Hmm. Something to think Free about. Advert- well, advertising. Always good. I, I think it'd be the other way around, George. I think that it wouldn't be. It would be free once. Yeah, we you might think that's free out of there. <laughs> right. A lot of zeros coming at the end of that one. Yeah, the Cam Stewart Bowl. Okay, let's turn it over to Brett Levy. We've got the Sports Grid uh, sixty coming up, but first, let's do some fantasy or reality. All right. Well, we had some baseball news come out the other day, uh, not about a lockout or about different types of baseballs being used, but about actual players. So I thought it might be fun for us to discuss it here. George, we have reports that the Mariners, the Red Sox and the Astros are all interested in Trevor's story. But I think there's a better shortstop out there named Carlos Correa. So, George, I'll start with you for this one. You would rather have Carlos Correa over Trevor Story. Is this a fantasy or reality? 
Well, this probably depends on how you look at it. Uh, Correa's wants Lindor money. So you're talking $340 million plus. So there's your difference there. Uh, Correa it might have been, the, might be the number one free agent on the market in MLB this season, and he wants to be paid like it. You know, so that's a long commitment for a guy, a guy who uh, gets has been hurt, banged up a lot, and may, can he stay at shortstop? Another big question, can he stay at shortstop? I'm assuming he gets a 10-year contract. So how long is he going to be at shortstop for that? Two, three, five? Seven, or does he insist on staying there his whole career? In which case, he's not a good shortstop at the end. You know, he has as much range as a Daisy Air rifle at the end of that career. We'll see here. If you're asking me just blank, flat out, yeah, I'd rather have Correa. It's a reality to me. If you're going to add in the contracts, like I said, that could, that's going to be an albatross at the end of that contract there. Trevor Story didn't have a great year last year. You know, so I might be a little concerned there as well. And why are we not hearing anything about his market? What do teams think about him? Story does run more. You know, I would probably say for the prices that these guys are going to have and the fact that I'm a Yankee fan, I hate Correa and everything, Houston, uh, fantasy. Give me Trevor Story. Yeah, first of all, it is super depressing to just be talking about things that aren't even going to happen because of this lockout. I do have to say it is really annoying, uh, you know, to not have any news, not be able to break any news and even discuss any of this. And, and by the way, there's no discussions going on right now with these teams and this for agents, and they're not even allowed to discuss anything. So. That's one part of this. Second part of this is that, George, I'm in agreement with you. And essentially the reason why is is probably just the reason that's the easiest narrative is that you just don't know what a player is going to be when he leaves Coors Field. Uh, look, I, I can't sit here and tell you that I think Correa for the next eight years is going to play 150 games a season, but I also don't know what Trevor Story is going to be when he leaves or if he leaves that ballpark. Now, I think the Rockies probably should have just kept him and, and tried to rebuild with him as opposed to letting him go. Uh, Nolan Arenado seems to be pretty good right now, George in St. Louis. It hasn't affected him at all, but it does and can affect players in an adverse way. We've seen guys leave altitude and not perform at the same level. That's definitely a valid point. So less risk, I think, involved on the injury front with with Story, but I think more risk on the overall player. So uh, Correa, to me, is is the guy that I would target over Story in this case. So this would be reality, Brett, for me. All right. Well, we'll go back to the NFL because that is happening and we're in the thick of the playoff race. Uh, Mike Tomlin has never finished below 500. The Steelers are currently 6-5-1. So, Craig, we'll start with you for this one. The Pittsburgh Steelers will go uh, at least, I guess, 3-2 and two over the last five and finish above 500. Is this a fantasy or reality you know interestingly enough i think this is a fantasy i i am not going to make too much I've, I've learned now how to watch the nfl this season i've said it many times here on the show and as george knows on sunday i said it again and a lot of things actually happened that i said on sunday remarkably enough i ignore what happened the previous week so i think that there's an overreaction to pittsburgh winning this past week only because baltimore went for two and didn't get it I don't think the Steelers are very good, but you're giving me points in an NFL game. I'm more willing than not to take it. I think Pittsburgh is a bottom six or seven team in the NFL. Uh, they're going to be very close to 500, and my guess is they'll be playing in that last game of the season for it. Uh, but of the Ravens, I do think, are going to get their revenge against them, and I do see Pittsburgh losing three of their final five. I'm going to say this is the first time that they finish under 500, and maybe even the last. I think Pittsburgh attacks the quarterback position in a big way in the offseason. And they go back to what they were. Uh, you know, Roethlisberger, you know, clearly not the guy that he used to be. 
This is a tough one. All right, because I can sort of split the difference here. What if they finish eight, eight and one? Yeah, you know, I guess the question is above five hundred. That's not above five hundred. Their schedule is brutal. Three of the last five games are on the road, and they're all against teams fighting for a playoff spot. They don't have any gimmies here. Not that they're good enough to get a gimme anyway. But they did tie the Detroit Lions. All right, you play Minnesota this week on the road Thursday night. The numbers tell us the road team always, always has a big advantage here. Then you play Tennessee. They'll be healthier, right? They'll certainly, they should, certainly should have Julio Jones back by then. It is in Pittsburgh. We'll see. At Kansas City, I don't give you a snowball's chance in hell in that game. And then you finish up your two raw division games, rivalry, Cleveland, Baltimore, likely important games for everybody here. I'm going to agree with Craig. This is not a very good Pittsburgh Steelers team. I think they are what their record says they are, which is around 500. I think they're going to finish around 8-8-1, eight, eight and one, which is what Craig said, finishing 2-3 and three in the last couple of games. So they'll be under five. They won't be above 500. They'll be right at 500. So I'll say, uh, once again, fantasy, they do not finish above 500 this year. Tough schedule to finish out. They're not a good team, and they'll certainly have a new quarterback next year. Ben's already told us he's uh, likely to retire. Bye, Ben. Won't miss you at all here. Love Mike Tomlin. Uh, truly, I'd like to see him continue the record. Might be my favorite head coach in the NFL as far as uh, hearing him at press conference, hearing him talk. He's got that very, uh, you know, very authoritative. I just like lo- enjoy the press conference. Plus, he's got a good sense of humor. So go, Mike, go. But no, fantasy. He's below 500 this year. All right. Our last question of the day. Last night, we saw big news as Drake withdrew from two Nam- Grammy nominations. Um, it says the motives are unclear, but I would guess he didn't win, right? Like, that would seem to make sense. So, George, we'll start with you for this one. Drake withdrawing from the Grammy Awards is a big deal. Is this a fantasy or reality? All right, first off, I've heard of Drake. All right, so I did know, I would have known the name, uh, would not have known what he looks like, because I guess he's the, uh, the gentleman in the red whatever there. Uh, so good for him. I don't know if I would have absolutely known that he was in the uh, music industry. I think I would have guessed that. I don't think I would have said active. I'm not 100% sure here. Grammys. I don't think I've cared about the Grammys in a couple of decades. So to me, it's certainly not a big deal. This would be a fantasy. I don't care. Like I said, I did not know he withdrew until you just pointed this out. Uh, maybe I would have seen it today at some point. Uh, going to the gym later, doing cardio today. So I would have perused through some sites here. So maybe I would have seen this, but it would have been like, oh, okay, next, next. I wouldn't care. Uh, bottom line is for me, this is not, you know, this is a fantasy. I couldn't care any less than I do about whether or not Drake cares or is it a Grammy award or is he any good? I don't know. I don't know what he, what he plays. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard a song by Drake or if I have heard a song, I certainly wouldn't know it's Drake. All right. Now I don't care. I'm going to see Genesis on Friday. That's what I care. Give Genesis a Grammy. Yeah, uh, a couple of things. First of all, I I didn't know. I you know, listen, is are you sure? Are we sure that that's Drake, the one in the red? I thought it was the one in the light blue next to him, the guy, the guy with the white <laughs> hair next to him. Are you sure? I thought that, that's, that's George. That's George next oh, to him. That just hurts. Yeah, I'm hanging Wait, out with Drake. Oh, we're talking about Drake, the singer. I thought we were talking about Billy Drake, the veterinarian. That's who that is. The guy in the light blue shirt right there. Um, you know what I used to like, by the way, George, I don't know why it came up, I guess, because I'm hungry or something. Do you remember uh, Drake's Devil Dogs? Do you remember Drake, uh, you know, Drake's Cakes? Do they still have those around? I have to go yeah. check the supermarket. I just had a Drake's Coffee Cake when I uh, during your basketball segment. So, yeah, they have them there. Devil Dogs, uh, what is it, Ding Dongs or Ring Dings, whatever, whatever they're Ring called dings. there. Ring Dings. Ring yeah. Dings, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't like those. Devil Dogs, by the way, man, you eat those, they get stuck in your mouth forever. I know, but I, oh. but I like that about them, yeah. I'm a, I'm a coffee cake guy. 
I like that. I like Drake's coffee cakes. Okay. Uh, back to the Grammys here for a minute, I guess. Uh, if we don't really have to, but yeah, I guess. So look, the whole thing is, will, will anything move the ratings needle or not? Uh, and my guess is not. So I, I, I don't think this is a huge deal. I'm also probably I'm closer to the person to ask about this between me and George, but I'm much further away from the actual person that you would ask about this. So I'm going to say this is not a big deal. Uh, I did not know about it also like George until it showed up on our rundown this morning. And then I looked into it and thought, okay, now I understand what's going on here. But inevitably, as George mentioned, and he is right, unfortunately, on this case, uh, the award shows themselves are, are virtually un, unwatchable at this point. They're, they're not easy to get through an entire show. So whether or not Drake is in this or not, or pulls you know his possible awards out is, is not, uh, is not really important to me. Brett, am I off with this? Did, did you think this was a, you ha- when you create fantasy reality, you got to believe like you're the bookmaker here. You got to believe that there's like a 50, 50 shot that one of us are going to say yes. Right. But you kind of knew that neither of us were here. Right. Well, so I don't know much about the Grammy Awards, but I would guess that's like the biggest award you could get in music. So I thought it might be a big deal if you're just like, hey, I don't want the biggest award in music. Um, right. But I'll be honest, I'm not I'm not a great award show guy either. I, uh, I lack knowledge in the award shows. I, I don't know what the difference between the Oscars and uh, the Screen Actors Guild. I, I don't know the difference between any of them. Okay, understood. Well, listen, if, if now, now listen, if it was different and it was like Cindy Lauper not being in the Grammys, George would have had a real problem with that. At that I'm point. on that. Right, exactly. George Girls don't want to have fun anymore? What's going on here? Yeah, exactly. Like, that would have been a major conspiracy had that had that happened. But, but Drake, we're just going to let this one slide. All right, we will take our final break here uh, on the show. We've got the Sports 60 coming up next. A quick programming reminder for this Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. Make sure you tune in to catch our Sunday morning edition of Fantasy Sports today. I'll be back along with the cast of characters that are Joe Pizapia and Matt Stryker, as we're getting you ready for the fantasy football playoffs and also getting you ready for some DFS action as well. And if you're just joining us here on the show, a quick reminder for tomorrow's program, George will be back once again with all kinds of fun and shenanigans with Davis Maddock as they got your Wednesday edition of the show covered. And then I'll be right back with you here on Thursday along with Davis. So don't go anywhere. Our Sports Grid 60 is coming up next. Right here on Fantasy Sports Today on SportsGrid.com. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV. And we'll be right back. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash.
Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Got a big week ahead of us here on Fantasy Sports today, getting you ready for the fantasy football playoffs and some DFS. So make sure you stay on the grid every day with us right here at noon Eastern. Before we get out of here, let's handle the sports grid at 60, 60 seconds of commentary on something. Let's hear what George Kurtz has to say as he starts us off. All right, I'll start us over with some uh, behind-the-scenes stuff here. Now, I do the show from home, and, uh, you know, last night I'm on with Sports Rage, and uh, at some point during the show, my wife decides to call. Now, this is late. It's about probably 1.30 in the morning, and my wife is at work, and I tell my wife all the time. I've been doing this show with Gabe, I don't know, a couple of years now. Always on at 1 a.m. Always tell her. Hey, I'll be on from 1 to 2 uh, with Gabe. I'll give you a call after. She calls during the show, and I didn't have my phone turned off. You know, I forgot to turn it off. And I figured, once again, it's 1 a.m. Who's calling? You know, even no one's calling me at 1.30. And, uh, you know, and so Gabe's having fun with it because uh, my ringtone is Maria from Blondie. My wife's name is Maria. You know, and then, uh, of course, my wife then decides to text me. She's like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. So that's going off now. You know, is everything okay? Yes, on the, the house is burning down. So I guess my complaint is, for the love of God, you know, when I've been doing the show for years and years, you might want to remember Remember that I'm on a show and maybe not call during that time. Sure. George Kurtz's wife, Maria, very, very happy to see this on TV today here on Sports Grid. Good job. She's sleeping. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So listen, the holidays are here. For a lot of you, you're getting ready to celebrate the Christmas holiday. And yet for people like me who celebrate Hanukkah, it's already over. The earliest Hanukkah ever just is already done. And it was sort of a little bit of a letdown because when Hanukkah happens around Christmas time, you sort of don't get caught. And I feel like we got caught a little bit this year. Yeah, it is eight nights. And yeah, we gave away a lot of nice toys and my kids were really happy. But too early to have Hanukkah season, at least have it start in December. This time around, it was pretty much over. That'll do it for the show. Thanks to Spencer today, Connell over at LTN, Danny, Ryan, Brett, and George. I'm Craig. Have a great day, everybody. See ya. Great, great. There are a lot of sports talk networks out there, but we're the one that gives you actionable insights on gaming. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now, there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet, with faster speeds rolling out every day. And internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. So, while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement. While another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next-generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.